I V M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the diary of the traveling professor. And I'm Siddharth Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. This diary entry of mine is, well, let's start with an example, shall we? Just imagine that you are outside your favorite coffee shop, whether it's a Starbucks or the local, you know, Udupi place that you go to or anything else that comes to your mind. You're outside the shop and you're just walking, minding your own business. The smell of coffee hits you. And you're a coffee lover, let's imagine. And you just feel so tempted to go in. So what's being used right now? Well, what's being used right now is a technique called priming. Priming impacts your subconscious and it makes you connected to the feelings that you like, the feelings that you perhaps dislike and kind of shapes your behavior for you to retrace your footsteps back into the coffee shop and order your favorite cup of joe. So now, is this ethical? Is this unethical? I don't know, but all marketers do it. And it's something that is very important for us to understand, appreciate, perhaps master and execute. Priming is key in today's day and age. Let's compare and contrast that with nudging. Let's just imagine that you've retraced your footsteps and you've gone in and now you stand behind the counter, let's say. And the parasta asks you what you want. And you say, hey, I want my favorite Americano. And he says, would you like some milk with it? And you say, no, thank you. I like my coffee dark. And then he says, oh, dark coffee. Eh? Would you want a couple of delicious chocolate brownies to go with it? Because chocolate and dark coffee go well together. And you say, yeah, why not? Let me try that. So what's happened here? What's happened here is a nudge. So a nudge is quite different from a prime. And uh, a nudge is something that you're very conscious about. So he's asking you, you're already there, you made a choice to get coffee and the fellow has nudged you into making a bigger purchase than just your normal cup of coffee. Here we go now. What is better, priming you or nudging you? The question itself becomes quite irrelevant, doesn't it? It actually means that we probably need to do both priming and nudging as marketers. Nudging's primary function is not to attack your subconscious, but make sure that you are nudged consciously into making a higher purchase or into making a renewed subscription or into doing something that, you know, you may have forgotten to do and stuff like that. Now, priming attacks your subconscious and nudging attacks your conscious mind. And the word attack is something that I'm using very judiciously because attacking is something that a marketer does. A marketer is actually attacking a pre-existing way of thinking, a pre-existing mental model, a pre-existing neural network, if you may, and kind of disrupting it, kind of changing it completely or kind of gently twisting it here and there. Both priming and nudging are very important and priming and nudging not just go for normal marketing techniques that you see, maybe at the coffee shop or maybe at, at a mall pre-COVID times or any, anywhere else, maybe on a website, etc. The applications are plenty. 
But the best examples of priming and nudging come when the marketing is perhaps done for a social cause. And social cause marketing allows you to donate to charities in a nudged fashion or primed towards doing good things in a subconscious way. And both are extremely impressive with their results. I think priming and nudging are very less understood by marketers because they attach a lot of woo-woo to it, mystique to it. But actually, it's a science. The science of just completely changing the way in which you think or just gently twisting the way you think. What priming and nudging actually achieve in doing is they avoid the typical push strategy that any over-eager salesperson or over-eager marketer does. You know, the discounting, the incessant pushing, or you still haven't done this sort of approach, which rarely works because the more you push, the more the customer kind of steps back. But priming and nudging are certainly ways in which the marketer can win back the customer. And plus, what you must also remember is that the more you prime, the less you may need to nudge. But do remember that priming impacts the subconscious. So don't go on asking about results. Oh, you did, you spent so much money on priming. What are the results of that priming exercise? No, just look at pre and post priming. What were the results of the sales and did they make an impact? Nudging, on the other hand, attacks the conscious, which means that you can actually look at the choices somebody makes rationally and logically. Priming typically connects to a human brain's limbic system or maybe even the primordial brain. And I know I'm grossly oversimplifying it, but nudging typically makes you think logically and um, rationally from the prefrontal cortex. So typically you are lighting up different neural networks in different parts of a customer's brain as a marketer. I hope you kind of got a gist of what priming and nudging is. Eventually, it depends upon the kind of weapon you're trying to use for your attack, right? The whole idea is that you should use priming when judicious and nudging when judicious, but never too much of pushing. I hope you like this diary entry of mine. Many more to come from where this came from. Uh, if you like the funny side of me, well, there's me on the Instagram as the traveling professor. LinkedIn, certainly I make a few serious posts. Do take a look at season one of Tell Me About It, which is my YouTube channel. And uh, well, if you like podcasts like these, you've always got ivmpodcast.com or just download the app. Until next time then, from still sunny London, 